research that resonates. Schweitzer has not been wrong on any of his years and years of reporting on the Bidens. Investigations that matter. If your last name wasn't Biden, do you think you would have been asked to be on the board of Burisma? I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. But that's, you know, I, I don't think that there's a lot of things that would have happened in my life that, uh, that if my last name wasn't Biden. The only entities, the only people that would report on this, and Peter Schweitzer, who deserves a Medal of Freedom, in my view, this is The Drill Down with Peter Schweitzer. You are listening to a special edition of The Drill Down. Peter Schweitzer, Eric Eggers, we are filling in on the Sean Hannity radio show. He is getting some well-deserved rest. Of course, everybody familiar with what's going on on America's college campuses, the anti-Semitism, but of course it goes beyond that. Uh, there's been huge problems with free speech, with indoctrination of young people. So we wanted to bring on a couple of guests to talk about this, not to recount the horror stories per se, but to actually talk about how we can go on the offense and reclaim what's uh, happening on our college campuses and the, and the hearts and minds of our young people. It's a great point because, yes, what's happening at Harvard is abysmal. It's atrocious. One of the finest institutions, what used to be something that America could take a lot of pride in. It was literally one of the best universities in the world that attracted talent from all over. And now I think it's become emblematic of what happens when good institutions go, for lack of a better term, woke. But in Florida, they're doing it a different way. And, and across the country, there are, I think, beacons of light on college campuses, and that's what Richard Corcoran and Scott Walker can talk to us about right now. That's exactly right. We've got uh, Scott Walker, the former governor of Wisconsin, of course. He's now president of the Young America's Foundation, and we got Richard Corcoran, who's the president of New College in Florida, perhaps the wokest college in Florida, the most restrictive when it comes to individual rights, and they are fighting back. Gentlemen, thanks for joining us. Let's begin with you, Governor Walker. So people know how bad the campuses are, I think. Uh, what can we actually do to fight back and what are you doing to win back uh, the hallowed ground of our universities across the country? Yeah, Peter, great question. Thanks for being on. If nothing else, if someone's listening, you're a student, uh, if you're under attack, yaf has got your back, yaf.org, yaf.org will help you out. We, we know the good news is as bad as things are, we know even in some polling we did not too many months ago, uh, young people overwhelmingly are not as radical as the media perceives them to be. They're off on some issues. There's no doubt about that. When we ask, for example, things like, are you moderate, conservative, liberal? The plurality of students are actually identified as moderate, which means they're probably more conservative than liberal. They're just afraid to say so on a college campus. And they agree with us on fundamental questions like fairness. And so it's getting to them. It's why we do more campus lectures than any other program in America, at least in the conservative movement, where we bring a Ben Shapiro, we bring a Matt Walsh, we bring a Michael Mills, we bring a Katie Pavlich, bring them to campus, and then the left actually helps us out. When they protest in advance, our audience isn't converting the radicals. It's actually reaching the curious, the unidentified, the ones who are just trying to get through life, and they want to show up and figure out what's going on. And the key to that is not just having a lecture, but Q&A where students get to engage and hear things that they haven't heard before. And then we broadcast them on YAF TV, our YouTube channel, which now has over a million and a half subscribers and nearly one and a quarter billion views. So there's ways to do it on campus and online. 
Yeah, it's very, very exciting. And, and full disclosure, I've been affiliated with YAF since 1982 when I went there on a high school conference back in the day. Were you even alive back in 1982, Eric? I was alive. Uh, I was at one year old. So <laughs> you, you could say I was curious at one about a lot of things. Governor Walker mentioned the term being curious. Uh, Richard Corcoran, what's happening at New College is New College, for people that don't know, it's located in the Sarasota, Florida area. And they had a reputation for a lot of students that were curious, but in a different way. <laughs> And so what I think Richard Corcoran has done, he's been chosen to kind of come in there and try to steer the ship around. Uh, Mr. Corcoran, talk a little bit about what the reputation of New College was and why what you're doing down there is so important now. Well, I think New College is emblematic of what you see in the nation. We would have definitely, we have 12 universities in our system, and I think most people would have said that we were the most progressive or the most liberal. Uh, I think that's somewhat... Uh, you see it in Princeton reviews. You see it in the, the students' assessments of the school itself, is that if you're a hardcore liberal, this is the school for you, uh, was the, the moniker. I think, you know, just like we saw in COVID, when all of a sudden parents started seeing what was going on in the kids' schools and there was this revolt, I think what you're seeing in higher education, what you saw post-October 7th, and how students are, are reacting and faculty and, and administrators, it, the silver lining of something that was horrific and tragic is that people are finally seeing, wait a second, these university systems are far worse than we ever imagined. And now that that veil's ripped off, to your point, Peter, and now it's the time to have a real conversation on how do we get these schools back on track? How do we get them so that they're, we are the envy of the world in terms of higher education and, and students are getting a world-class education that prepares them to go out there and be great citizens? I think that's a dialogue that, that's 30, 40, 50 years in the making. Um, and that's the length of time and the field that we gave and yielded for way too long. And now it's time to get it back in, in, in the right situation. Yeah, I mean, that's a really important point, uh, Richard. This is not something that's going to be fixed right away. And I'm sure, Governor Walker, that's not your view at all. Um, Yaf has been in the trenches for a long time. Uh, Governor Walker, I want to ask you, what would you tell a parent or a student that is, you know, in high school, because I know you have programs in high school as well, or college, and the parents kind of telling the kids, you know what, don't stand up for your beliefs, just keep your head down, go to class, get the grades, and don't fight the fight. Why is that the wrong strategy for, for parents to encourage on their children or for students to employ? No, you're exactly right. We do college, high school, and now middle school, and I'd say at every step of the way here, it maybe it was true, you know, Peter, when we were young, uh, even then I would have doubted that. I certainly tried to stand up in college when there was a liberal bias there as well. But, but these days it's not enough because then you go and graduate and you go to the corporate world. And for a lot of these folks, they're just as woke, if not more so, uh, than, than much of the higher education systems are. And so you've got to learn not just to fight back, but one of the things we do is teach young people. We don't just have conferences and lectures online. We you know, many of our events actually do breakout sessions and help young people prepare in their schools, in their communities, in their colleges. How do you push back on some of this? And sometimes it's easy as asking a question. It's not just being the lead debater, but actually saying, you know, where did that come from? That I don't have that information. Where is this coming from? Because most people on the left, you know, are, are like, you know, following sheep, following each other. They really don't know where the source of it is. And so they'll keep going down that path until someone challenges them. So, one, they have to stand up because sooner or later you got to stand up. The other thing I would just add to the previous answer, too, was that 
I think you're absolutely right. Not only do we need groups like GAF and others out there, but I love the fact that donors are speaking up and saying, I don't want my money to go. It's sad that it took something like October 7th massacre to make that happen, but a lot of these donors like Blackman and others have seen the light not only when it comes to the anti-Semitic actions that get targeting Jewish students, but just overall how radical these, how woke and how radicalized these campuses are. I'd say donors, don't give money to your alma mater if they teach people to hate your values. And if you can talk to your state lawmaker or governor and tell them, unless there's diversity of thought, don't give these university systems a penny of taxpayers' money. Yeah, diversity of thought's important, but so is actual academic achievement, right, and intellectual rigor. And I think that's what the, I think is really the, the damning aspect of it from a national perspective is we focus on rewarding the appropriate political perspective at, at the expense, I think, of actual academic achievement. Richard, to you, what do you think – just give me some examples of the way in which some of the political rot eroded um, merit-based achievement in education. And, and what lesson can the rest of the country take from what's happened in Florida where people are, have decided, you know what, we're not just going to cede this ground. We're actually going to govern, and governing actually includes these state-run institutions. Yeah, that's a great question, Eric. And I think what the, what the hard progressive left have done in that 40, 50, 60 years – and they've just become so skilled at it, is they use terminology that we would all agree with and say it's wonderful and it's great, and they use it against us. So when they talk about free speech, the definition is it's only their speech that's free. If we want to engage in something they disagree with, they silence us and, and cancel us and everything else. They want diversity, equity, inclusion, wonderful terms. But that what they use it for is to create no diversity and have no inclusion, to exclude us. Um, from that conversation. They're very good at it. And we had DEI at our school here, and one of the first things the trustees did was abolish the Department of DEI, uh, get rid of it, the DEI coordinator, and immediately for the fall admissions, we went up 300% in, in African-American enrollment. We went up 100% in Hispanic enrollment. There was no diversity on this campus. And now we have pretty fairly equal gender, or at least representative of the nation, in gender male-female before it was, you know, 70-plus percent female. But they use those terms, they use them against us, and to your point, what it has done is significantly decreased and downgraded the academic um, accomplishments of a university that you'd want in your graduate. So to Governor Walker's point, too, and to Peter's question, I say to people all the time, we, all you hear is that education's a waste of money, you go, you take out a lot of debt, you get a worthless degree, um, you shouldn't go. And I tell everybody that statement is 100% true. I have six kids. I would not send them to these schools. And now after October 7th, we find out that not only is the academics dumbed down and, and you're completely in an intolerant environment, but now it's unsafe. Now you can't walk across a campus being a certain type of student without being physically assaulted. And so you've got to say, where, how do you fix all of these things? Bill Ackman, as Governor Walker alluded to, uh, one is the, the pulling of money from donors and the pulling of student applicants is going to be the biggest um, cancel to these um, corrupt institutions. But, but Bill Ackman in his letter, which was wonderful, everyone should read it, he gave like seven recommendations to the president. Four of the seven were simply discipline people for improper behavior. Have a rule yeah. of law on your campus. It's that simple. And that's what we've done at New College. We've instituted a rule of law. And immediately you see a change in student behavior and outcomes. 
It's very exciting what's going on in New College. And Governor Walker, one of the things you're doing on campuses across the country is when there are violations of the rights of students, you're actually coming alongside the students and you're suing these universities and you're actually winning in court. You're holding these universities into account. Tell us about that. Even in California, University of California, Berkeley of all places, which, by the way, if anybody knows history, the, you know, the birthplace of free speech when it comes to higher education, the irony of, of Yaf trying to bring Ben Shapiro onto campus to speak, and, and they didn't just block it outright. You know, obviously, they knew they couldn't do that. So what do they do? Uh, they tried to say, you can't do it before 3 in the afternoon. You can't advertise. And we're going to charge you security fees that are you know, five or six times what we charge other groups on the left for. We went to court and said, no, that unequal speech is not is not free speech. And we went to court and we won. We actually prevailed. They had to settle because even in California, the Constitution still guarantees free speech. Now, sadly, it shouldn't just be guaranteed in the Constitution. It should be revered on our college campuses. But we will go not just for our students involved with the Young America's Foundation, but any student on the right who's under attack, we will go because we have to constantly push back. Whereas we've just been talking about the left, the left is more than liberal bias or even liberal indoctrination. It is the radicalization of college campuses, and we have to fight it head on all the time. Why do we think that college campuses became so anti-Semitic? I mean, how did anti-Semitism become go hand in hand with wokeness, Richard Corcoran? I just think over the last decades, what, what we've done is we've turned over the higher ed institutions to faculty. And over time, the faculty have become radically progressively left at most institutions, and they control all aspects of higher education. We call it shared governance, is where all the institutions, and, and, the, and of course, it's the faculty say, we want shared governance, we want shared governance. Their definition of shared governance is they have 100% control, and they really do. Under shared governance, the president goes out and raises money and pays the bills, and the faculty decide what faculty get hired, what students get accepted, and what curriculum is taught. There's no, and then when the administration says, hey, we'd like to maybe hire this person, that person, now they're like, oh, my gosh, you guys are fascist dictators trying to take over um, our institutions, and we've got to stop this, higher ed's at threat. Um, no, because what... Shared governance, even if you had it in a work, it would be 50-50. What we have right now is 100% shared governance is controlled by hardcore left faculty. And they're the most, and the ones that get involved and go to the deepest levels and become the leaders and what have you and the Senate presidents, um, all of them are the, are the most radical. And, and you, have to, you have to fix that. In Florida, we have. We said that universities, colleges are controlled by the Board of Trustees and their appointee, the president. Now, they can appoint someone else to have say, but ultimately, all of those key factors, students enrolled, curriculum taught, and faculty teaching are controlled by the Board of Trustees. It's a game, well, and the other 49 states should do the same thing. Well, we've been joined by Governor Scott Walker, head of the Young America's Foundation. You can find them at yaf.org, and Richard Corcoran, the president of New College of Florida. I would encourage you, if you have a student-age child, send them to New College, have them join YAF. 